0: This is episode 199. Wow, we're $1.99, y'all. <laughs> the not-so-99-cent store. <laughs> right, because there's just so much information. We're Brooke and Farron. We're here today to talk about our next book we're covering. Yes, we are going to cover the book of Philippians. Yes, yeah, so right now we've gone through some letters from Paul. We went through Galatians the first five weeks of the year, and then we went through Ephesians with our, our next fave five, and now we're going to have the next five weeks covering the book of Philippians with our fave five from there. Yes. Fave five from there. <laughs> and I like that you point out
1: that they are letters. I was like, the book of Philippians. But yes, it is in fact a letter from Paul to the Philippians.
0: Yes. So where is Paul right now when he's writing this letter? Uh, Prison. You know. <laughs> And it's not the kind where you get
1: like recess and they feed you three meals a day. <laughs> and yes.
0: There's beds that are like, you know, not the ground. So Right. In fact, they uh, people from Philippi took up an offering and had Epaphroditus take it to Paul and be like, here you go in prison. This is to like, not like get well basket, but like. Mm, you're in prison here maybe they just had like prison baskets here you go (laughs) what did parents send around finals time at college i think we just called them finals boxes
1: like a care package
0: yeah and you could they our school austin college sent home uh, a letter and you could say i want this package or this package and then it'd be cool because then i didn't know it was happening and they were like come get your finals box your parents got this for you and it had an encouraging letter to gear you up for finals which reminds me, we had Christian Care Box on the on the podcast. We'll link that. We had Joe Paris come on the show for the second time. We had him talk about apologetics, which was really cool. And then he came on and talked about Christian Care Box, which is basically this. They partner with schools, and then you get a box every month, and it gives you something to read, how to apply it, and plus snacks. Snacks, that's <laughs> all you need. Always the snacks. So go check that out. We'll link it. That's a great resource. Yes. Parents, send your kids the care package. (laughs) Yes, just do it.
1: I didn't get any. Ever.
0: Did I share with you? I feel like I did. Mom and Dad. I feel like I shared with you. I feel like a good friend would have shared with you. (laughs) My college, people
1: are looking out for the people that didn't get one. Yes. So it's okay. They didn't know. First child, guinea pig. You don't know what you don't know. You know what? They blessed me when I was at home.
0: That's true. It was great. Look at that. Look at that. Anyway, back to Paul's letter. So he's writing to the church in Philippi, and this is the place where he started the first church in Philippi. And, you know, if I were starting a church just, you know, from the beginning, I probably wouldn't go to the place that had all the retired Roman soldiers who really didn't care about Jesus. (laughs) But that's where Paul starts his church because he's the man and he's not scared. How often does God send us where we don't want to (laughs) go? Yeah. uh, Hey, so Jonah, you want to go to Nineveh? Uh -uh. Uh-uh. I I don't want to do that. A whale.
1: Mm. Would you like to be in a whale?
0: Mm, Yeah. I think
1: I'd rather do that than go to Nineveh. That's awful, but I know the feeling.
0: So Paul starts the church in Philippi, and he's like, okay, you guys, you got this. I'm going to go start more churches. Later, Paul gets arrested. He's in prison. Gift package. When he brings the gift package, he sends a letter home with Epaphroditus to go and share it with the people, which is this book. You're really good at pronouncing these names. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you know Daily Audio Bible. You yeah. just hear the names enough that maybe it'll maybe it'll work. Well, I think we're ready to jump. In I think with we our are too. <laughs> scripture. No, that's good. It gives our audience
1: context. And your homework for this week for reading is going to be to go read chapter one. Um, Brooke gave you some bonus information if you come across it great if
0: you don't see it the first time through reading it thank you Brooke for putting it in human terms (laughs) (laughs) someone had it explained to me that's how Bible Project does a really good job being like hey here's the snapshot so if you need a snapshot before you start reading start there yes cool all right hit him with the NLT okay this is Philippians 121 in the NLT For me, living means living for Christ, and dying is even better. And the ESV says, for to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Okay, so picture yourself in prison. You know all those times you were in prison, Farron. All those times, yes. All all of the times. And you're sitting there, and you think, okay, living, sure, living is I'm going to live for Christ. But dying, I'd be fine with that, too, because then I'll go be with Jesus. Yeah, that's, that's a rough tension to have, and I don't think it's an accident that he wrote it because you're embracing the tension that is there. You're living here in a broken world, and there are days where it's rough, seasons when it's rough. Paul, if you look at his history, especially when he goes in that rant, he's like, I've been shipwrecked and da, 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 da. now I got bit by a freaking snake. <laughs> so it's not always easy. So I can see that perspective of, yeah. If I if I go to heaven right now, there is no pain. So that's cool. But here I am.
1: I think it's definitely easier to praise God on the mountain peak, right, mountain for sure. top. Um, but I think a good self reflection piece here is how are you doing in the valleys? Mm-hmm. Are we still praising God? Obviously, that's when I tend to go to pray and request things. But yeah. am I also finding the things to praise Him for
0: even in the valley? That's why I like that habit of getting in the prayer, a prayer routine of starting with gratitude. So, no matter, like, if you said peak or valley, wherever you are in your life, you're always starting with gratitude. And then, yes, you can have that request time. And what the, there's a prayer acronym it's pray. It's like oh, yeah. praise, yeah. request, no, keep going. Something, ask, and then yield, like you're yielding to his will. So, I think just google it guys it's there we'll put it in the show notes but maybe if you need that repent. yeah maybe. well done that's what it is I pulled it out of my brain that's great somewhere <laughs> so we filed it away <laughs> yes okay it. so praise repent repent ask and yield and that's an easy acronym if you needed a formula for prayer there's a lot of right ways to do that to pray but if you needed a thing there you go teach your kids look at that all right so
1: read you're gonna read chapter one pray your perspective on things where you at in the highs and lows? And back to, this is why we ask you guys to pray. Read, pray, talk, tell, because we want you to establish that prayer life, that routine for the good times and the bad.
0: Okay, bottom line though, if your heart is beating still, you have work to do for the Lord. He's not going to just let you waste some space over here. He's got a plan for you. So if you're still on this side of heaven, you still have a job to do. Again, praying and asking for that direction, okay? Yeah, I'm in a valley. What do I do now? How can I honor you, point people back to you? And a lot of times it's, how are you responding when you're in the valley? Exactly. All right, talk. So sometimes
1: um, you might be venting to somebody. Mm-hmm. And if you're on the listening side of things, you want to help them find that silver lining, help see God in it, come up with a way to move closer to God in those seasons. But we do have a little like asterisk with some suggestions. Mm-hmm. Be sure that if you are the one sharing your feelings, that you let the listener know what you're looking for. Sometimes, in that moment, you're not ready to hear anything positive. <laughs> and it's okay to tell that person yes. too. so you might need... I a, need a minute. Yeah, I just need a <laughs> vent and get this out. And in my situation, usually by the end of the conversation, if I've got it all out, then I'm ready to hear. Mm-hmm. But I can't have you hit me with, what I need right that yeah. positive advice and here's the silver lining and oh but don't forget about this thing to be grateful for I'm not ready to hear that at first
0: I need a minute right so you're okay you are very good at doing this for me Farron there are a million times <laughs> I'm calling you I'm like, please answer please answer you pick up and then the first words out of my mouth are I need to word vomit do you have like two minutes or I'll give an obscure time like <laughs> thir- three minutes and 37 seconds <laughs> yes, go ahead. And then I tell you that I'm going to give you unfiltered, raw thoughts that are probably sinful, but I, I need to say it out loud because in my head by myself, that is a dangerous place to be for me because the devil's going to be like, ooh, act on that. But if I say it out loud to Farron, I know Farron's going to keep me accountable. And at the end of the conversation, you're not going to let me get off the phone and do something crazy or dumb. So I say, can I word vomit? I need to give you unfiltered, raw thoughts, and I know they're sinful, and I, I and this isn't a part where I'm like vroom, talking ugly about someone or whatever, but it's usually about what I am feeling and in my interpretation of something that has happened to me, not necessarily like, this person has wronged me or whatever, but it's, this happened, and this is what I'm feeling, and I know this is not a good thing, I And then at that point, that's where you're like, okay, so uh, are you ready for some? (laughs) I'm gonna give you some encouragement. And like you said, Farron, on the listening end, sometimes you just need to listen and be the ear and then don't let them go do a dumb thing. And that's when you can say, I'm gonna give you encouragement or I'm gonna guide you in this direction, whether you need to hear it or not. Sometimes I'm just gonna need to tell you and you can be mad at me if you want for five minutes and then get over yourself and. Listen to my advice.
1: Yeah. And I don't think it's finding joy in saying hurtful things out loud (laughs) sometimes. No. It's really a processing thing for me. Like, as I'm talking it out and saying it out loud, Mm -hmm. it like... I I sound crazy. I like what you said. (laughs) It's like we're having these internal thoughts and battles in our head, but then when we, like, talk them out or we're really big fans of journaling them out, Mm -hmm. something about just expressing it out loud or written helps you process it Mm -hmm. and so again it's not finding joy in just you know word vomiting but it's really more from a place of processing your thoughts and feelings the situation
0: and you as the listener make sure whoever you're talking to they're in your inner circle you're not just going to some rant hey random or hey person who is not aligned with me spiritually or I've given permission to I haven't given permission to speak into my life you need to find Find the right circle of people. You're not just talking crazy to someone else. You're just talking crazy to your best friend, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Barron. So tying this back to the scripture
1: one more time before we wrap up here is if, let's say you have a situation and it could go one of two ways, okay? Either way, maybe one's the way you want it to go, right? And so then you're um, excited about that, but then hopefully someone's able to speak into you about if it doesn't go the way you want looking for the positive in it. So to live is for Christ. Yeah, if it goes the way I want, I'm there. Thank God. Look at this blessing. If it goes the way I don't want it to go, God hasn't left me. He's still with me. Yep. What can I do in this moment or situation that's not
0: ideal and still make the most of it to further his kingdom? Okay, so we've read, prayed, talked, and now we're going to tell. Last step. So whenever we're teaching our kids being good stewards of the children we've been given... And we hit this verse for me, living means living for Christ and dying's even better. That can be confusing to a young human or even like a teenager and all their emotions and whatnot. I don't really know what those are. We've been there. <laughs> Some of us have been there. Some uh, of us skip that step. <laughs> so sorry. I'll do better at emoting. <laughs> Robot. Okay, so we got to figure out how to tell our kids about this. We, the other day, I was talking to Rhett, four-year-old Rhett, trying to figure out how to tell him. And it was a conversation that wasn't how, like, his situation's so bad or whatever, and now we're still living for Christ. It was something random. And I said, Rhett, your heart still is beating, so you still have work to do. And it was almost like I took the back part of that. Like, you're, you're still here. You still have work to do. There's still something you can be doing that's positive and loving and kind. For other people that show people about God. And we had nothing to do. We weren't in a valley, mm-hmm. but whenever we do hit a valley, he'll be able to pull on that wisdom from the Bible.
1: We're in a life phase where my kids get a lot of junk.
0: Mm-hmm. In fact,
1: mm-hmm. I've kind of stopped doing birthday party favors and I've had more parents thank me yes than ask where their party favor was. <laughs> mm-hmm. You mean the... Cheap stuff that's going to break oh. and you're going to throw away in like a month? But it breaks and then my kids fall apart. Yeah. Um, so the latest conversation is uh, my youngest has a water bottle. It's perfectly fine. My other two have dropped there so many times that they are no longer functioning. And so I got them replacements. And the youngest wanted a water bottle too because older sisters got water bottles. And then she was tell me how the paint was scraping off. and. I don't know. This is a long <laughs> roundabout way of in these moments where I've been trying to subliminally but really consciously tell my kids is like, stuff on this earth doesn't last forever. Mm-hmm. Every time Jacob has to fix something, every time something breaks and we either get a new one or, hey, your water bottle, the paint's chipping off, but you can still drink from it. It's not pouring out, leaking. And But I tell them. But there's two things that will not ever deteriorate. Essentially, I don't use the word deteriorate, but... Uh, my love for them, and then God's love for them too. So those are two things. Mm-hmm. The stuff of this earth, it's going to get old, it's going to break, it's going to deteriorate,
0: even our own bodies. you yep. can feel it now. Oh, middle age.
1: But teaching them, and <laughs> I think what it's doing is back to this idea of shifting our perspective is having an internal mindset, so that whole uh, to die is to gain, mm-hmm. but having an eternal mindset when we're looking at, The things that fall apart in this
0: world. Did you just coin the phrase an internal eternal mindset? That's amazing. (laughs) Quote (laughs) Farrandaru. I bet will. Have an internal, eternal mindset. That's genius. Well, you know what? Dibs will uh witty gritty podcast. Dibs on it. (laughs) 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 That's so good though, because then they have that narrative running in their head. No matter what, I love you, God loves you. Period. Yeah. And anything else, I, I don't need. Yeah. As long as God loves me. As long as I've got a heartbeat, I've still got work to do for him.
1: Just a reminder, when stuff falls apart, only two things
0: that like are your lower back forever. Oh my
1: gosh. Was <laughs> it ever together?
0: Oh <laughs> man. Alright, tune in next week for some more middle-aged physical pain, along with the next chapter. I meant the next oh yeah, we are in the next chapter. Yeah. We'll move to chapter two. So make sure you've read chapter one by the time we get to next week. And hey, we didn't mention this, but it's all on one page. Oh look at that. Hey. Yes one page long less than go get it
1: yay bye